Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Hungarian Football Podcast, where we discuss all things Hungarian football. I'm your host, Chris Barrett, co-editor of HungarianFootball.com. And as usual, I'm joined by my preview and prediction partner, Paul Tresso. Hello, Paul. Hello, Chris. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, today, we're also joined by a special guest, Aaron Adenyoshi. Aaron is a sports writer for 24.hu, and we're excited to have Aaron with us today as we talk about the winter break and the start of the spring season. Hey, Aaron. Hey, everybody. Thank you for inviting me, and Happy New Year. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Um, we're actually going to great lengths today to bring this episode to you. We are recording in three separate time zones to make this a truly global endeavor. Um, also, uh, I think we're actually in two separate days, aren't we? So, well, Aaron, welcome again. Tell us a bit about what you do for 24.hu and, and how you got into covering sports, including Hungarian football. Okay, yeah, sure. So I was I was always attracted to sports and mostly for football. And so growing up, I was uh, th- thinking about how to get involved and uh, how how to how to you know sort of discover more about it. Um, so yeah, I, I did that and um, went to study a little bit of journalism and did a little bit of this and that and also I was um, ac- I was an active kid so that's where the attraction came from and then um, during I was studying journalism uh, one of my teachers said that it's a really good idea to to be more on social media and I started to fiddle around on Twitter and then one day I thought, well, Hungarian is such a difficult language. What if I did, uh, what if I made my accounts be a source of information about Hungarian football? And then um, I looked up if anyone did that and it was you guys. So that went out out the window pretty quickly. (laughs) But no, I'm just kidding. Um, So I, I decided to do that and throw my own ideas and viewpoints and whatnot to to the mix and uh met all you guys uh which i think you you call a twitter family of some sort so that's how i got involved with you and that's that's how it kind of started uh and nowadays i i cover basically all all sports there is um news i do reporter work anything goes really um but my true love is uh, it's always going to be football. Well, that's great. We're glad we found you as well. I think the the strength of social media and groups like this is that we have perspectives from all different parts. And, um, you know, I, th- I think you bring a lot to what we're doing here. It's It's been an interesting growth period, I think, for Hungarian football in terms of social media, especially Twitter. Um, you see a lot on Facebook, but I think it's growing also now uh, on Twitter. And for people from all over the world to meet and to discuss like this is, has been really great. So, well, I wanted to, uh, as I mentioned before, talk a little bit about the, the winter transfer window. Some of the changes, and we're really we're coming off the shortest winter break in quite some time, maybe ever, uh, in Hungarian football. But there's been no lack of transfer activity among the clubs 
there have been a few surprises, both in and out so far. And let's start with some of the bigger stories and work our way down the line, shall we? We Pesh have allowed Robert Fexession to move to, to Vashas, and they parted ways with Boyan Sankovic, who has gone to Irtish Pavlodar in Kazakhstan. So arguably two of their best players in the wake of those departures, they brought in a flood of players to fill the void. Can you, uh, Aaron, shed some light on that situation? Yeah, I can try, I, I believe. Well, um, I don't want to go on a, a lengthy rant about this. I, I do encourage people to read about the piece I translated for you guys. It's it's on a website about how the Duchatelle family runs the club, and uh, I think it's it's just a prime example of that. Um, basically, what happened is Vetsession uh, came back to Hungary in summer, and apparently they signed a contract which said let's have half a season with set details, but then sit down and see where things at and decides uh, what's going to happen. The striker wanted a long-term contract. Long-term as in not necessarily many years, but, you know, a vision, a a place where he's trusted because he wants, well, he's 33 or 34 years old right now. But the point is he's at the last few years of his career and he wants to make sure he can you know, he can last as, as long as possible. But apparently, Wipesh um, did not have a good enough contract or offer for him. Sorry. Cats, it's, man. I he's that. really excited because I'm talking and it's in the morning where I usually <laughs> sleep. Right. Um, so then came Vashosh with a great offer uh with with good money apparently he's going to make more than than uh, he he made at Wipesh if i heard it correctly and uh, and also it's a three and a half year contract so that that gave him a lot of um information about the trust he would be getting there so he was debating according to him um this is 90% facts and 10% <laughs> just speculation from what I've heard and read and what he said, um, But because I, I read a couple of interviews with him. So that's pretty much the situation with him. As to Sankovic, I'm not sure uh, what, was, uh, what was the deal with that, but we also did see against uh, Debrecen and how much he was missed and how, how much... He was um, a crucial part of not only the midfield, but also the entire team, which actually um, Neboj Shevinjevic addressed in, in an interview a couple of days ago. Like He actively did say that this shows how important Sankovic was. And we, well, we'll see if, if they can replace him or find a solution because... I think what they tried with Sakai did not work. And no disrespect to Debrecen, but if, if it didn't work against um, a team from uh, the second half of, of the table, well, you can you can imagine how the rest of the season will go for them then. Paul, any anything you'd care to add to that? 
I think Aaron covered it all. Uh, I'm not looking for a good second half of the season for Uipesh, which is a shame. It's a club with a big past. Uh, no, uh, Soma and Novotny's back. I don't know if he can fill the shoes of uh, Fetishin. And we have a Triore back. If you remember last season, Uipesh tried one. This this time he's from uh, Sweden, so we'll see how he does. But not much to add. Don't see good things for Uipesh in the second half, sadly. There's one thing I, I may add. Ennis Bardi was also um, scooped from Sweden. So oh. we don't know much about Traore, but there, there's always a possibility of having sure. a new Bardi, sure. um, Obina or, or whoever who's doing bits for Uipesh. So I'm not I'm not saying like they're they're doomed for sure. I'm just saying that it looks like they're they're gonna have problems. Yeah, that that um the game on uh, at the weekend um didn't really show a whole lot of promise. I mean it, it there were four goals. Three of them were after Uipesh had gone a man down. Uh and there wasn't a whole lot of offense on either side, but uh it just was not a good showing from from the team. So we'll see. You're right. We'll see what happens. We'll see if any of these new signings can make a make a splash and um, maybe make a name for themselves. But that all has yet to be developed here as the spring season is just getting started. Following Weepesh's lead, I want to turn to Pushkas, also allowing their joint top scorer, Ezekiel Henty, to go to Slovan Bratislava. Henty is a player that's had a contentious relationship with the league but really seemed to have settled in nicely at Pushkash. Um, thoughts on that move, Paul, and what that might mean for Zolt Hornyak's side this spring? Well, I think I'm probably the only person in our group and maybe one of the few in Hungary who is sad to see Henty leave. I thought he and Zolt Hornyak had a good relationship. I think I thought Zolt uh, kind of had him a little under control, but uh, and I believe he also left... Uh, on a free transfer, Aaron will, can mention, can talk about that uh, further. So that'll be an interesting move. And they basically kept to their strategy of signing a lot of foreign players, uh, which is kind of the push-cash way. So we'll see how it goes. Maybe chemistry, uh, maybe something that will take them a few games to achieve. But it uh, should be interesting for push-cash trying to battle for a Europa League spot. Yes, so about Hante, we, we don't know a lot of details, but apparently from certain reports, it seems like um, his contract was about to end uh, in summer. Mm-hmm. So there was there was probably no way the club is getting money for him mm-hmm. because they're the worst case scenario, they can just wait it out, you know, until the contract runs out. So somehow they, they convinced um, Pushkash Academia to, to let him go on a free right now. I guess the idea was to not keep someone who wants to leave anyways, yes. if it makes any sense. But yes. I'll say that because it's important that I think while Henty might not be um, a popular figure around Hungary because of how he acts on the pitch, he did become an important figure in the league, as in talent. Because uh, the kid has talent, that there's no denial in that. Yeah. He's not a bad player. Um, but for, for whatever reason, it looks like he, he has 
some sort of problems with uh, working together with people, if it makes any sense. I don't I don't want to say anything like rude or you know, you know I'm not saying he's he has mental issues or something like that. He just he just has this thing with working with people, which is uh, to be honest one of the hardest things in life. Mm-hmm. So I get that, but apparently. Uh, that's a that's a problem or well not a problem but something to work with when when you when you take him to your club. I think I think they they're going to be fine without him. They still have Jurcho who who's had a good first half of the season. So uh, they also signed a couple of players as as mentioned. So I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I'm a bit sad to see. Um, Tomasz Kishko, because this could have allowed him to get more yeah. game time, but hopefully he can do that as a loanee at Diosdier, so yeah. yeah, that's an option. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with you with, with Henty. I mean, there, it seems like every footballer is somewhat temperamental to some extent. His just was worn on his sleeve a little bit more, and uh, yeah. there are other people that are in our little Twitter family that would probably be a little more harsh in the way they would <laughs> speak about Hinty, <laughs> yeah. but you know that's okay um you know he's he's i'm trying that, to be neutral <laughs> i know you are and that's great but I, I think it's possible he'll be back you know we're, we're seeing a lot of players returning to yes. this league after going somewhere else so who knows he's like the that mold in the fridge that, that just keeps <laughs> returning um so we'll see how that goes push didn't have a really great weekend um they played at capos fire Drew 1-1. They completely dominated that game, um, but they were missing a few key players, and perhaps this week they'll get back on track. So again, another we'll see. But yeah, uh, uh, I think long long term they probably made the right move there, and some of the players and having that extra playing time might be good for them. So let's let's move on, and we've got plenty of things happening. As I mentioned, there's a lot a lot happening over this this break. Debrecen were slow to the party. Uh, they hadn't made any moves for the first few weeks, but uh, they made some moves this week in terms of adding uh, to a squad that really had a disappointing fall season. Luka Miljanovic comes from the Malaysian Super League today or yesterday, mm-hmm. and a familiar name, Yuri Hababda, who played for Haladash and Balmaz Uvaros in recent seasons, also added to Loki this week. Uh, Aaron, are they in a good spot, or does more need to happen here? Well, with Debrecen, I would mention the uh, the the great cliche of having someone returning from injury is counting as a as a new signing because Bodhi will be available and is available at this point for Debrecen, who is a huge player, not only um, talent-wise, but also the role he represents within the squad. So he's uh, he's a very important figure to come back to the team. Other than that, it's uh, obviously Hatsek stepped down in the winter. So that's an important change there too, but I can't really blame him. He's a really beloved character at the club, and he did have a problem before where he said that stress got into him so i would i would believe something similar has happened to him again 
but that is just my speculation so it's it's gonna be hard to replicate what he has done and it's gonna be hard to replace him as a person in the dressing room but i mean if we if anyone has seen the the first game of the winter they're gonna be fine Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was an interesting game, the game against Weepest, and uh, playing at home, it was goalless at the break, and then they just exploded against uh, a Weepest team that just seemed to have very little faith in each other. So yeah, it, it was almost a gimme. But yeah, they they seemed to look a lot better than they did at the end of the fall season. Paul, any any thoughts on Zabresin? Yes, I just want to echo what Erings uh, mentioned. I will really miss uh, Herzeg. I thought he was a he's a great manager. His results speak for himself. Uh, he, he will still be involved in a youth capacity. Uh, Aaron had mentioned to us earlier, earlier on a side note that, uh, you know, he'll still be involved in the club. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of their new manager. I thought they could do better. Uh, Zoltan uh, Vitelki. But uh, Aaron had made a good point that uh, Herzeg will still he'll still be involved in it and Perhaps that that was his choice, uh, per Aaron's words. So uh, I, I don't. We'll see what what happens. It's it's still a young squad, and anything can happen with uh, Debretsen. Yeah, with uh, with Debretsen, maybe just one more thought. Um, I think it's a club where it's important who whoever sits on the bench or whoever is around the club should be uh, having some sort of relations to the club. I, I think. For them, it's a well. In general, it's always nice to have people like that. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. like in Debrecen, it's it's a good, like it's it's an important part, and that's what I felt about this uh, appointment. Plus, maybe Herzeg sorting things out for him. Like maybe maybe it was his choice. I don't know, but could have been uh, part of the the decision. Well, and um. Again, we'll see. There's still a lot of football to be played. And uh, as we go from week to week, it's a good possibility. I think in another conversation we had had at another time, you know, this this might this might be the person that they had been grooming. I think you mentioned something about that, uh, Aaron, too. So um, who's to who's to say if this wasn't part of that, maybe just pushed up a little bit um, part of the succession plan. But, but we'll see. Um Moving on to Ferenc Baros, who brought back a familiar face in Somalia, and they increased their depth of talent even further with the loan of young Argentinian midfielder Gaston Lodico. Then, like rescuing David Shiger from from Balmas thinking ship a couple of years ago, they seem to be intent on picking up more Hungarian talent as well, picking up a few players and even promoting one of their young players up to the first team squad. Aaron, can you uh, talk a little bit about that? Yes. So I think it's at this point, it's important to mention that the next season in Hungary is going to be very um, different. One of the new rules is going to be that you have to no, not have to. You can only register 25 players as a squad. You can add under 19 players after that. So mm-hmm. you're not limited in that way. But the main idea is to have um, 25 players as a squad. And only 10 of them can be foreigners. Oh. So 
to me, the the fact that Ferenc Varos decided to 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 sign primarily Hungarians this time and bringing bringing up their own talents, um, Dominic Chontos, I feel like it's a it's a move that's kind of you know it's for the future for the next season a little bit just to make it more Hungarian because they they were also criticized for reaching what they have achieved this year with mostly foreign players so I feel like it's it's a little bit of that but also you can't argue with uh, with Veche's um, skills and uh, the experience he had have in Switzerland and that sort of Thing. So I think he's, he's going to be a good addition, probably uh, a squad player this year and maybe have more role in the future. They also brought in Somalia, as mentioned. I'm, I'm not entirely sure what's the, what's the idea behind that, because he's obviously not the player he was when he left. I haven't seen him play, to be completely honest here, so I don't know how he is. Since he spent a couple of years, it's not... I actually didn't look this up. I maybe could have, but I don't know how how many years he needs to become an actual Hungarian citizen. Um, so that could be another thing. But again, I did not look it up how much he needs to, to be in Hungary for that. That was part. one thing that he mentioned when he signed. He said that he's he was looking forward to that, whatever that meant, mm-hmm. whether it was within a year or two years. Um, and, um, I, you know, I, I asked the same question also with the glut of midfielders, including SAL and, um, a few others, what does he really bring that they need at this point, other than a familiar face, maybe? Mm, I think he's, he's a player that, uh, the fans really love. Um, and if, if there was one, you know, really huge criticism towards Ferenc Varos is that having a lot of foreigners maybe it's it's hard to connect with the team and maybe it's it's a little bit of a fan service here as well as you know they they know Somalia they know what he can bring they know what sort of character he is he's a good lad and it's they're mm-hmm. probably happy to have him back the last few years we've seen Ferenc Varos do business uh with loaning players abroad um, learning from abroad, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens next because they they could not keep Painsil after a successful loan spell. They could have not keep Patriak, who controversially went for Fehervar, and now they have Zubkov, who is rumored to be an interest for a couple of te- for a couple of teams, and uh, now they brought in Lodico, so. Um, there, there's a pattern here um, with with the loaning talents, and may I add, players so far who really did add something to the squad and to the league. But they, I should mention Ignatenko as well, who's been um, sent back to Ukraine because he, he did not have a good spell. Um, so sometimes, sometimes it doesn't work out. But in general. They did a good job with that, but it looks like they have problems keeping those players. And I'm not sure if it's uh, bringing Somalia perhaps is being a move because they either don't want to keep Zubkov or, or or it's kind of a plan B. If it doesn't work out, we still have Somalia on the wing. Sure, sure. Paul, thoughts? 
yes, on the um, yeah. I have no allegiances, unlike Aaron, so I'm not afraid to offend anyone. Uh, Leandro is 37, so I believe he said this is his last year. Hmm. For for me, I think the biggest strength of the squad was keeping the core players uh, just against Puck, seeing Barboza, Bully, Zubkov, Tokmak, of course. The connection those four players have, I think, is really special. Uh, I was really happy to see uh, Kenny Otigba back after probably more than a year and a half out. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice nice to see him back. I hope he becomes a stable player for Ferencvaros uh, and a stable player for the national team. Uh, I agree with, with, with Aaron on uh, Bali Veche. Never seen him play, but he reads good on paper. So uh, I think Ferencvaros is going to win... Uh, this league, I know you don't like me to make predictions, but I think they'll win this running away. No, I'm all about predictions. Okay, um, right heck, on. That's, that's what we do. And <laughs> all this is speculation anyway. Yes, and, yes, it is. It's been interesting to see how, how some of the, the newer players to the to the league already, including Guzmic for Mezhikovic, was really their, seemed to be their best player in that game. So I think some of the business that they have made so far, the teams in, in general, have been good bits of business and really adding talent and key players to the squads. Just moving on here to Kishvarda, they made a, a couple of wholesale changes, releasing the enigmatic goalkeeper Felipe, along with Anderson Pico and Hugo Seco, while adding former Mezhikovic number one, David Dombo, and strikers uh, Fernando Viana from the Bulgarian League, as well as the well-traveled Easy for me to say. Well-traveled Richard Yelena, who we've seen at a couple of MB1 squads, uh, including Paksh, I think. So we'll start with you, Paul. Uh, what are your thoughts about Kishvarda and some of the moves they've made? I think it's business as usual for Kishvarda. They uh, they sign as many players as they can, and uh, you know, oftentimes they are correct. Uh, many times they are not. Uh, big surprise for me that, that they kept uh, Georgie Grozov. Uh, I, I was for sure certain that he would leave, so I think keeping him's a big uh, win. Uh, I will miss Felipe. I, I enjoyed his antics, and I thought he was a great goalie, so I'm sad to see him leave. Uh, Kishvarda, I'm sure, will be down there competing in the relegation zone, unless, you know, these players, a lot of these players to me are really dark horses. I don't know much about them. So I'll uh, keep an obje- objective mind and see what happens. Cool. Aaron, what do you think? Um, Dombo had a pretty good game yes. uh, for Mezhikovic. I'm sorry, not for Mezhikovic, but for Kishvarda uh, in his debut. Uh, what do you think about this team moving forward through the spring? Well, I I would also mention the um, foreigner rule here <laughs> to oh, yes. you know, ad- address the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think I think it's definitely bringing. Dumbo has not been you know a very um, experienced player so far. He's been there in teams. He had his chances here and there, but he's not like an obvious choice for any team right now. Uh, but I think it was a nice, it was it was a smart it was a smart business to bring him in in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've yet to see what Yelena can bring to the squad. But it's important to mention that even though he played in the third tier, um, 
uh, during this half season. He had a fantastic, a truly fantastic time there. Uh, he scored like 12 in 14 games, so he's he's had a really good half season, and I'm excited to see if uh, if he gets a chance in the top tier sooner or later to kind of um, emulate that in, in a top league as well because he's obviously in good form as for the new foreign people brought in I, I think i have to agree with paul it's i uh, will will i guess we'll see what they can bring in but but the thing is with this team to me it always feels like when you play football manager and <laughs> on your free time and and you go oh i like this guy let's sign him up oh i like oh the four-star potential let's get that one too and then you just gobble up a lot of players and then you end up with a ginormous squad and i i feel like it's kind of what what's going on there frequently like they already brought in five players uh in the winter break which is not i think it's not ideal unless you need a major overhaul and they will need a major overhaul with the with the um, foreigner rule, but yet they they brought in three new foreigners. So I'm I'm curious to see how they will cope with that regulation in the future. Yeah, and they did. They brought in a number. I would like to think that they were getting rid of foreigners and bringing in Hungarian talent, but they really brought in a lot more foreign talent as well. <laughs> as well as giving it up, you know. Um, so Dumbo and Jelena are the two Hungarians, but they had brought in Simovic from uh, Bati Borisov, the guy from the Bulgarian League, Fernando Viana, and uh, Obradovic from Spartak Subotica in Serbia. So uh, they've got some decisions to make if they stay up, right, <laughs> in terms of uh, who they're keeping. So um, hopefully, hopefully some of those players will will be will be long term or at least help them get to their goal. So there's still a number of teams, fellas. Uh, I do I do want to mention Diaz Yours really big win this weekend and some of the players that they've added probably key to them staying up and they're a team that really were kind of hanging in the balance, but it looks like they've had a pretty good start. Uh, Aaron, can you comment a little bit on some of the players they've brought in and maybe what uh, you see for them? into the spring season um yeah so before before i get to that i think uh it's important to see that uh, signing fesco was a, a really good mood move on that part um i think he, he has done a fantastic job with bombers i think everyone agrees with that but i also think he did a great job at mtk and um even though uh, some it fell apart a little bit at the end, but we've seen that not even changing the coach did help that team. But I do think he did a great job, and I do respect him a lot as a manager because he's uh, he's someone who's always looking for for new stuff. He's only he's always trying to develop um, and 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 just improve himself. And I think uh, putting him in charge of Deosjer, which has a fantastic fan base, at least at home games, you mm. always have. Um, it's going to be great to see him, what what he can do there. Um, and and that being said, he's, he's wasted no time. He's immediately cut a couple of players 
Um, he did bring a couple of players. I think what he's, he's doing, he obviously knows the league and, and players and how to work with uh, with players. Um, that that's one of his strong points. But he also knows exactly what he wants, and part of it is stability while going forward. Um, so he, he's liking attacking football, which I'm excited to see because teams tend to wait around, you know, sort of waiting out until your, uh, their opposition makes mistakes and try to capitalize on that. But maybe, hopefully, Diosjer will be more aggressive in terms of just going for it. That's what I'm hoping. I'm also excited to see Tamás Kish at a team where he hopefully will get game time. Um, Gabor Molnar could be a, a little bit reintroduced to to the top tier fight. Um, I don't know the foreign players. I've, I've not seen either Jose Cortez or Heisen Mamola. Um, so as usual with foreign players, we will just have to see what they can bring in. Um, one of the interesting moves was for me is getting Tomasz Egerszegi back to the Ozier. Apparently he he likes how how he plays um, or he just felt like the, the midfield needs depth. I'm curious to see what's going to happen there. But strong start for sure in, in the spring season. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know Jose Cortez is uh, just from somebody I know who uh, analyzes the Bolivian league said that he was one of the better strikers in the league on the worst team there. So it's interesting. We got a glimpse of him at the weekend, but uh, again, came in late when things were pretty much done and dusted. Uh, the, the result that is um, Paul, I know that uh, you're a big fan of Tomas Kish. What, what are your thoughts on Dios Gior? Uh Yes, I am just like Aaron stole my thunder, but I'll, I'll, I will echo what Aaron said, that I, I think uh, Tomasz Kish, uh, he's, he's still only 19. I believe he debuted with Haladash at 16. I recall a goal he scored for Haladash in defeating uh, Ferenc Varos. Uh, he has a lot, still has a lot of potential, only 19 years old. Good to see him uh, almost get the full 90 minutes. Uh, agree with Aaron uh, that the new manager of Fetchko has changed the culture there. Uh, and I must mention Jose Cortez, club destroyers. That's quite a team there. It's sad to see them doing poorly in Bolivia, but I love the name. Uh, Gabor, <laughs> Gabor Molnar, uh, Chris, I know you and I are fans of him. Hopefully he can get some play there. So I see good things there. I just have to temper it that this is one game. Uh, this club has broken my heart in the past several times, but uh, great, great start for Diosier. Yeah, were, were you guys at all, and, and maybe not, I know he's 25 years old, but Daniel Prosser, uh, who was, yeah. um, he's bounced around a little bit, but um, signed for MTK, he had been with the club, and I thought he had done fairly well last season, um, but uh, was it time for him to go to go down? Yeah, it you know it seems to me that M- MTK is preparing for next season already. I think Prosser is a good good player. 
Uh, Aaron would maybe know more about why he left, but it seems to me like MTK is really starting to, to prepare for next season, uh, knowing that they, they, they will move up to the uh, first division next season. Hmm. I, I don't know much about his, um, his departure, to be honest, but I think for him it's the most important thing is to, to actually get game time. Yes. So if he feels um, he will get some there, um, working up stamina and, and form and all these sorts of things, uh, with hopefully you know getting back to the top tier immediately, bounce back with Mteka, then um, he's he's not missing out on much if he can achieve that with the team. Um, well. Guys, we're coming to the end of our time. I wanted to leave a little bit of time for you all to talk about any other moves or trends or shakeups within the league that stood out to you. And uh, we'll start with you first, Paul. Uh, any any other any other players or teams that you thought either had particularly good or bad business over the this shortened winter break. Yes, I, I'm, re- I'm really disappointed with uh, Fehervar. Uh, I'm not sure what the plan is there. They really have been quiet, which is unlike them. They did bring in the new manager. Seems to me like they're almost trying to figure out what style to play under Carrillo. There were some injuries over the weekend, so I'm not quite sure about them. As you said, Richard Guzmich, love Richard Guzmich. Uh, hope he can come back strong and maybe even play for the national team uh a little bit of rumors i love rumors uh roland ugray has left uh, greece and rumors are that he may be signed by home base which would be a great signing there so that's about it if for me uh, it's uh, I'm, I'm just ready for some football yeah and, and we're gonna have quite a bit over the next uh Next week or so, so uh, buckle those seatbelts because we've got uh, three matches in the next wow. next eight days. Um, Aaron, any other uh, players in and out that you feel like could be an impactor? Um, was a potentially good piece of business. Well, I do want to point it out since you love rumors, Paul, <laughs> with the <laughs> yeah, Fehera. Um, apparently, multiple sources say that. They will terminate Anil Hajic's yes. uh, contract, which is a terrible decision, in my opinion. Yes, it He's is. A vastly underrated player. Uh, and if they do, it's a really bad move, in my opinion. Um, but that's a rumor. Um, what I was thinking about adding is uh, I'm, I'm usually not too popular with my idea here, but <laughs> I feel like uh, Honve did not do enough in this uh in this um, transfer market, um, they they lost uh, Christian Vaduz, a very experienced and very solid player for them. And we've already saw the team struggling at the end of the first half season. And even though they brought in Hidi, a former player returning to the team, to sort of replace him in the midfield, I I don't know if that's enough. I do feel like it's going to be a struggle for them. I don't think they will get relegated, but I think they they will be close to the line, much closer than they would like mm-hmm. to be. Um, they did bring a couple of players in. One of 
one part of the rumor with Hajic is that he might go for Homvid. Uh, they also brought in um, Nico Osak, who I, I don't know anything about uh, in general. They also loaned Mayron George from uh, from Denmark, which is an interesting move. And I would I would say not something that Homvid have has done in, in the last couple of years. So. It's interesting to see a, a loan move for them as well, but yeah, I, we'll we'll have to see how it goes. But I feel like they they have not done enough to improve their squad to not have problems in in the spring. That's a lot of information, and there's a lot still going on, and I'm sure we'll be back at this very shortly to dive uh, a little deeper into. Uh, the happenings with some of these clubs but um, as we come to a close here uh, Aaron what time is it where you're at right now it's uh, almost quarter past seven here quarter past seven it is almost quarter past 1 a.m here in North Carolina and Paul what time is it there uh 10 10 12 night on, on the west coast of America yes sir uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are here to serve you, and we go to great lengths <laughs> to bring you the best yes, from all over the world. So from uh, the bottom of our hearts, we thank you for listening. We thank you for um, following Hungarian football right along with us, and we look forward to seeing you on match days. So um, from uh, for, for Paul and for Aaron, we thank you. Have a great day, and we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody.